0: The New England Patriots 2020 season went about as expected. Maybe not as people hoped. Some Patriot fans accepted the Patriots' fate. Other blamed Bill Belichick. Some blamed Josh McDaniels. Cam Newton took his fair share of lumps. But one thing that was obvious to everybody is the New England Patriots lacked firepower on offense. Outside of Jacoby Myers, who proved he's a good receiver once he got his chance, the combination of Demir Bird, Nikhil Harry, and Julian Edelman wasn't great. When you look at the wide receiver core, it's obvious that the only player who should have a secured spot on the roster is Myers. And because of that, Bill Belichick is going to have to make some serious moves throughout the offseason. Though this reality shouldn't be unexpected to anybody. Evan Lazar is reporting that the Patriots are expected to aggressively pursue wide receivers when free agency begins. Even if you're a Patriots fan who doesn't have faith in Bill Belichick to be able to turn the New England fortunes around, there has to be some buzz and excitement about the Patriots going out and making some aggressive moves. The question obviously becomes, who can the Patriots realistically get their hands on? The Patriots have approximately $64 million in cap space. That's not including Trent Brown's new contract. The thoughts of signing two or three receivers and a tight end sounds great on paper, but the math doesn't work. The Patriots have a lot of cap space, but it doesn't go as far as people think. The Patriots also have to keep about $8 million to be able to sign their 2021 NFL draft picks. So for easy math, let's say that the Patriots realistically heading into free agency next week with about $45 million to spend on free agents. The Patriots also need to sign or trade for a quarterback. With news breaking today that the Patriots will be working hard this week to convince San Francisco to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, the Patriots will then have to cover that $26.4 million cap hit if they acquire him via trade. That leaves Bill Belichick with about $19 million to address wide receiver, tight end, running back, center, defensive tackle, edge, linebacker, and secondary depth. The Patriots could, of course, free up some money trading Stephon Gilmore and releasing Marcus Cannon, and assuming they do that, Belichick will have about $33.5 million. The good news is Bill Belichick would have already addressed the quarterback situation. Unless Belichick is confident with Devin Asiasi or Dalton Keene, and that they're going to make a major leap. The tight end spot complicates things for the Patriots. Not having to focus on tight ends and free agency would have made life easier for New England. The same can be said for Nikhil Harry, but they have put Bill Belichick in a spot that he now has to figure things out. With the doom and gloom out of the way, there's a plethora of receivers for the Patriots to choose from. Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis... Curtis Samuel, T.Y. Hilton, Will Fuller, Emmanuel Sanders, A.J. Green, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, and Juju Smith-Schuster all top the list, and you can now add John Brown there as well. Patriot fans should expect Belichick to make some moves, whether that's one top receiver and one top tight end or two lower receivers and a tight end. The combination could be anything, but there is potential for the Patriots' offense that they could have a serious facelift when all is said and done. What the results of the 2021 season will be, Eh, who knows? It's still up in the air. Belichick is going to have to address a a lot of roster needs through the draft. The rookies have not been kind to the Patriots the last few years. However, Pats Nation shouldn't be headed into panic mode just yet. The Trent Brown trade seems to be an indication that the Patriots are ready to go all in in 2021. And if that's the case, in bill we trust has never meant more than it will next week. What's going on everybody? It's your boy Ray. I'm with my boy Connor. We're with our girl, Sarah. Welcome to the Deer Pats Nation podcast. and we're back yes we are and right now i want to take a quick second to remind everybody to check out our patreon page over at patreon.com slash dpm sports where you get daily content about the boston red sox and the new england patriots mainly Patriots, a little bit of red sox talk get the connor and ray debrief where we complain about life after the podcast You can also show your support and show your love for the podcast by checking out the Dear Pats Nation merch store. You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Dear Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash store slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Dear Pats Nation merchandise. And with all the shameless plugs out of the way, Connor, Sarah, how are you? Good, good.
1: How are we doing?
2: I'm all right. Hanging in there. All right.
0: (laughs) Sarah was on the Locked On Patriots podcast with Mike Bate. I haven't been able to hear it yet, but I'm sure it went well. How did it go, Sarah?
2: I'm always so nervous to do that podcast. I don't know why, but I get so nervous, and I always think it didn't go that great. But I think it went fine, and we got lots of plugs for us. So Nice. Even in the tweet, too. Mike sent out a tweet tagging all of us, so that was pretty cool. I saw that. Nice. Mm
1: -hmm. Good news. Did you sell any Ford Pintos today? (laughs) I did not. No, unfortunately not. I wish that I could say that I did, but I did not. How about a 1994 Camry with a spoiler on it? I would have accepted that. I would have been happy if I could have at least got one of those out, but I did not get one of those out either. Did you sell any cars today? I actually had a reversal. I had somebody who we could got, not get done. So I actually sold negative one cars today. Oh, so you no. had,
0: did they buy the car and then gave it back?
1: They bought the car and then we could not get them approved. So oh, not, no. not good. Going to turn very ugly. So it was, a, it was, it was very bad. It's going to turn ugly or it did turn ugly? Uh, it will turn even uglier in my experience. <laughs> when they find out? They kind of have a general idea.
0: Hmm. And it's your fault, right?
1: It will be, yes, absolutely. It doesn't make mat- the brunt of the blame.
0: It doesn't matter that they have four bankruptcies and <laughs> yes. owe, owe, Ex- owe
1: twenty grand on credit cards, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm the one that always has to deliver the bad news. So what I am I'm, I'm negative one today.
0: What was that scene from uh what was that scene from that movie, right? <laughs> oh, I'm like going through a bankruptcy. Well, what the F <laughs> are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was
1: uh that was actually a hilarious movie. That guy I haven't been able to see on. it yet. I think it just came back out September 1st.
0: Where can I find it though?
1: Ah, Vimeo. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Vimo. It's It's like V-I-M-E-O.
0: Yeah, isn't that Vimo? Isn't that
1: what it's called? Yeah. I know it's on there. You, like,
0: the name Boston Boomer fits you so well. (laughs) I know, it really does. (laughs) What were you trying to figure out after the show last night? Oh, how to send a tweet to me. Like
1: how to Mm -hmm. message
0: me a tweet. Oh yeah,
1: yep. I didn't know you could DM tweets to people. That's but why you need to, can.
2: You, the, I'm like the youngin', but I'm not. I'm the middle one, but you know, I got to keep true. the boomer.
1: Shout out to Sarah. She taught me how to do it. Go get mm-hmm. your Boston boomer merch over at the, <laughs> the merch store. For real. All
0: right. So the Patriots are expected to aggressively pursue wide receivers and free agency. Nice. What are we thinking?
1: I'm I'm happy about that news. I think that they should aggressively pursue wide receivers. I don't want to see the same wide receiving core as last season. Mm-hmm. Um, although we did have a good thing happen last season. Now we know that Jacoby Myers has pretty much solidified himself as a legitimate option. <laughs> so now if they can go put some other talent around there and not make him play as the number one wide receiver anymore, if they can get some, uh, some other talent around him, I think they're going to have a legitimate wide receiving core for the first time since... 2018 2019
2: so long ago it feels so, I know, long, so ago. long
1: ago <laughs> just ask patriots twitter they'll tell you it's
0: been decades
2: mm-hmm.
0: you have faith in bill belichick to do it
2: yeah i mean i feel like he has to i mean he, he he knows what the issues are even more than we do i'm just trying not to get my hopes up for anyone i'm open to whatever as long as they bring somebody in that's good that whoever the quarterback is can throw the ball to I'm totally down with it so I'm like I I just don't have any expectations I have my favorites that I would like to be on the team but I mean any of the list really I don't think there's that many that would be terrible to have
0: so when you guys are cruising Twitter looking at the comments on YouTube seeing the chat all that kind of stuff do you get the impression that from a majority standpoint, not allowed minority in either side, but do you feel like Pats Nation trusts Bill Belichick to get this done, or do you think that there's a lot of doubt creeping into Patriots fans' minds? I think there's a lot of
1: splits. Mm-hmm. I think it's very 50-50. There's some people out there who are dead set and they hate Belichick. We <laughs> see a lot of people in the chat here who all they do is talk smack. I, I mean, we know that, but we also do see people who kind of, I think, agree with us and think that Bill Belichick at – bare minimum deserves a couple more years to figure things out. Um, I, I, for one, have faith in Bill Belichick. I think it's very 50 50.
0: Let me do my little bill. Belichick is the best rant. Can I? Yep. Yeah. Now I didn't come up with this. A few people have the one that I'm stealing. The person I'm stealing from is Lee Landry, but you tell me a general manager who can accomplish what Bill Belichick just accomplished in the last 20 years. It was a 20-year plan. Bill Belichick took the 199th overall pick in the year 2000. Won 6 Super Bowl rings and flipped good. it for a 96th pick in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good return there, don't you think?
1: That's a pretty good return on investment, yeah. I I think that's uh that's That's pretty, uh, pretty dead on.
0: Obviously that was a joke and tongue in cheek, but I have to, I have to read you this, a reply, the replies to this, this one. So this guy, Zach wrote, wow. How does Bill's balls taste? Oh my gosh. (laughs) You should be rip S that. We got a 96th pick instead of another Super Bowl or two because Bill thinks it's all about him and not the quarterback that carrier his franchise and getting talent around said quarterback. Here we go. Lee responds, damn, it's not that serious. (laughs) Brady wanted to leave anyways. Look how happy he's been the last year. Be happy for the man. Zach writes, oh, I'm so happy for the man. Explanation mark. I'm angry at Bill. That's why before last season, I ditched Bill in the Patriots and continue to support my all-time favorite athlete, Brady. Last year was so fun for me. Proven right that Brady is far more important and proven right that Bill screwed up.
1: That, that sounds about right. That sounds on par for Twitter. Very and easy I, yes. on there.
0: And I assume that it was said just like that. But yes. do you remember the day when people didn't publicly bandwagon?
1: yes yeah
3: mm-hmm.
0: i was i was okay with people are like hey i'm a patriots fan but i'm gonna support tom brady i'm not mm-hmm. okay with ditched bill and the patriots yeah you know well people and i thought it was still hills. kind
2: of like taboo to even admit it like people still hate on people being like your bandwagon i'm like oh, okay now it's just like a thing like it's cool i guess i don't know
0: it's now cool to to jump teams. So I guess Zach will probably be like a Kansas City Chiefs fan after Brady <laughs> retires in a couple of years.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, and unless Patrick Mahomes falls off, then he'll move
0: on to a different team. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, an anonymous troll named Darth Belichick had had a response to that. I've heard of good things about him. Shout out to Darth Belichick. We're not going to reveal his true identity, even though we know it. But he just said, "People like you should be chemically castrated." <laughs> <laughs>
3: nice (laughs) i like
1: that i like that response right there
0: i just people are getting way too angry yeah like relax that is the internet for us
2: i mean i understand being frustrated with last season like i get it but i i do think that people forget like the the longevity of success that the Patriots had is not something that you're going oh, yeah. D from any team for a very long time, if ever. Right. So I get being used to being successful and then having a season last year. Like that's a big adjustment, but at least they, they didn't go like, Oh, 16, like they, they still have to some talented players and they have time to like, get back. Like we're not, it. it I think that people think that we're going to be like rounds of 20 years. Like it's not, that's, I don't see that happening. So
0: I'm interested in what the chat has to say. Um, mm-hmm. Let us know. Connor can pop it up. Not Don't go to the chat yet, Connor. I'm going to send okay. the question out to them. We'll go in a couple minutes. <clears throat> but let me know. Uh, and I'm not talking about supporting Tom Brady. I'm talking about how do you feel about people ditching the Patriots to go cheer for Tampa Bay, like actually bandwagon and leave the New England Patriots. Right.
1: Because yes. that's what I'm really interested
0: about. So we will get to those questions in just a minute. I want to go to something else. Are the poor draft returns more in particular being like Nikhil Harry, Devin Asiassi, and Dalton Keane coming back to haunt Bill Belichick now because of what he could have done in free agency if one of those three guys would have worked out?
1: Uh, I mean, it's just so difficult to to look at it. From that standpoint, obviously, Nikhil Harry so far hasn't worked out. Neither of the tight ends last year have worked out. But there are a bunch of people who have worked out over the past few years. Um it, It's it's tough to say, man. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Nikhil
0: Harry. I'm not like, okay, sorry, let me rephrase it. I'm not sitting here saying that Bill Belichick can't draft. I mean, we've gone through the list over and over right. again of people who can draft. And I understand. But... He has to address basically his entire skilled offensive positions because outside of Jacoby Myers.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point.
0: The draft because hasn't worked. I mean, the last quarter, right. the last wide receiver he drafted that had long-term success, longevity, was Julian Edelman. Hmm. And right. I will say that he they got a little lucky with him because I think they thought he was going to be a core special teamer.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was a, a seventh-round quarterback pick. That's a very good point. I mean, the two main issues on the offense are blatantly wide receiver and quarterback, and they just spent a first-round pick on a wide receiver, and they just spent two early-to-mid-round early picks on tight ends, and now we're sitting here saying that they have no choice but to go after wide receivers and tight ends. It, it is tough to take a look at that because they spent a lot of draft capital on both positions.
2: Yeah. And that makes this year's draft and free agency. Well, I guess we're, if we're talking about the draft, it makes it that much more important. Like he has to do really well in the draft Mm -hmm. and even before that free agency. But I mean, for the future, especially the draft has to go well because it's, I mean, there's, he's under a microscope of course, because of, people's opinions on his recent picks, but with all of the issues that they need to address especially on offense like he has to do well this year and they have to work out we can't have another year of
0: well and like I was saying at the in the intro that I believe that this Patriots team is going to be younger this year because they're they can't buy everything they need Right. Like yeah. Yep. You're lo- you're losing James White, you're losing Rex Burkhead, you're losing those receiving tight ends. You're you know, you have to re-sign David Andrews or find another center. You need a defensive tackle an edge rusher, a linebacker, like a lot of different things, which means the Patriots will probably have to address a lot of that through the draft.
3: Mhm. So right.
0: Because I don't know if Belichick trusts himself to tr- I don't not even trust himself, I shouldn't say that, but he probably knows that they can't take a young receiver or a young tight end to try to learn the system and learn how to play in the NFL right now. If he's serious I mean, giving Trent Brown, in my opinion, a one year contract was indication that I think he wants to go for it this year. Right. So he's gonna have to spend money like on a Hunter Henry and a Curtis Samuel and and that's gonna salary cap before they even have a quarterback on the team.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point.
2: Which could also, maybe he wants to bring back Cam because he could probably get him for the cheapest. He could probably bring it back again on a veteran, veteran minimum.
1: That is one of the benefits if they did go with Cam. <laughs> I can't imagine they're going to offer him a lot of money.
2: Yeah, I mean, last season he didn't prove that he really deserves a lot more money. I mean, I can't imagine that there's other teams that are going to be calling him up, you know, trying to get him to be their quarterback or pay him more minimum.
1: Right.
0: <clears throat> well, let me ask you guys this question. I'm going to jump a little bit here then because uh, this was going to be for later in the show, but Doug Kide put out a, I think he put out an article, but he put out a tweet with it that I like the qu- question. What's a reasonable rate of improvement the Patriots could or should expect out of Cam Newton if they brought the quarterback back and put better weapons around him?
1: Like record-wise, do you think he's asking? No, like his
0: play-wise. Play-wise. he and played awful last year. Like right. we have to remind – we have to – we can't lose sight of that. We yep. can't lose sight that he was skipping <clears throat> balls across the field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Holding the ball too long, showing no pocket presence, forgetting receiver routes, staring down receivers when he had wide-open receivers and taking sacks instead of it. That's poor play. So what are we talking about from a reasonable rate of improvement should and should they expect and could they expect? And what would you guys accept as a reasonable rate of employment or of improvement?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd be willing to accept the same rush yards that he had because I thought he did pretty well on the ground, but as far as throwing the football, he needs to substantially improve that, uh, interception to touchdown ratio is just atrocious to throw more interceptions than you do. Touchdowns is just unacceptable for any quarterback. I'd also want to see him throw for a lot more yards, um, improve his completion ratio. Just everything as far as throwing the football would need to go up, go up in every category. And I'd say rushing about the same would be sufficient.
2: Yeah, I don't really have much more to add. That was basically what I was going to say. Uh, Think that if they do bring him back, bringing him back earlier, maybe have, meetings with him involving him more like that could be beneficial for him and for them Um, because of you know he said COVID brain and ever whether or not that was completely who knows but with the issues that he discussed about um, falling behind the playbook and what I feel like that's to be something that they have to seriously work on too and of course that goes hand in hand with we need more passing yards passing touchdowns we need the football thrown more because we can't keep relying on well, yeah, you got the twelve uh, rushing yards and had the five hundred yards, but we need we need you to be a complete quarterback.
0: Here's the concern: <clears throat> again, the COVID brain that didn't know the playbook came in late has nothing to do with him skipping the ball across the ground. You know what I mean? Has nothing to do with him not not having knowing the playbook. Has nothing to do with pocket presence and not realizing that the rush is coming. As a quarterback, you have to pick up on a blitz. Teams are sending seven-man blitzes on you, and you're holding the ball for five, six seconds and not getting out of the pocket. That's where I'm talking about from an improvement standpoint. You know what I mean? Um, making bad... Let's go back to the Raiders game. I think it's a good example of this play right here. Pre-COVID. So COVID brain is not even in effect here. He gets flushed out of the pocket. He's running on the right side. Devin Asiasi plants himself on the sideline, kind of where he's supposed to be. Cam Newton starts screaming at him to start running up the field. Right? Devin Asiasi is not really sure what he wants him to do. He takes a late break. Instead of throwing the ball out of bounds, instead of turning and trying to pick up two or three yards, He tries to float a pass over a cornerback who's eight feet in front of him to get the ball to Devin Asiassi, and it's picked off. Yeah. To me, that felt like a typical Cam Newton play last season. You know what I mean? That's the concerning part. That has nothing to do with playbook. That has nothing to do with... That has completely to do... You know, it's like that Mike Tyson thing, right? You're, you know, everybody's got to play until you're punched in the face. When you're scrambling around a pocket, it it means nothing, right? Like it's, and there has to be a time that you understand it's time to throw the football away, not try to float a ball and throw an awful pass and get picked off. Right. And then everybody turned around and put it on Devin Asiassi, which I did at the time until you, again, During this season, I watch with my beer goggles, my Homer eyes, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's, it's, I don't have the same level of criticism and attention as I do in the off season when I rewatch games and go, oh, you know what I mean? And and there was a lot of, and I, and again, I'll, I'll point to pre COVID games. if, If that's, if, you know, to, to end that excuse, you know what I mean? That's my concern. My issue is how do you improve that on a 32-year-old quarterback?
1: Yeah, I I got nothing for you there. Um, There were a couple times where he did nothing more than try and fit the ball into windows that didn't exist. I mean, that happened both pre-COVID and after COVID. I know the exact play that you're talking about where Devin Asiasi was, was kind of right there, and he tried to have him go further down the field, and I don't know what you can do to fix that at this point. It's kind of like the same thing as the mechanics. Are you really going to fix mechanics on somebody that's 32? Probably not. Um, There, there are a few things where they, they might just not improve.
2: I have nothing to add.
0: (laughs) Here's my other thing. (laughs) Here's my other thing. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about Cam Newton. The media talks a lot about Cam Newton. If the Patriots actually had faith in Cam Newton, would they not have signed him by now? Like, let's, I mean, let's be I realistic. Would, I would
1: imagine that. I would imagine so. I mean, obviously, I mean, I think we'd all agree he's probably not their first option right now because Bill Belichick probably would have signed him like week ten last season. You know what I mean? He's obviously out there looking at rookies, looking at what else he can do. If Cam Newton was his number one guy, he, I'm sure, he would have already tied him up. He has the cap space to do almost. I don't want to say to do anything, but he, he could give him a big contract if he played really well last season. He he could already have him as the solidified quarterback. The fact that he's looking at other people shows that he's not sold on him either.
2: Could he technically sign him exactly yet though? Because we're we... not in free agency. No, he
1: could have like, he could have signed him last season. Right? Well, team. I mean, like
2: once the um season I mean, now it's the off season. They technically sign him right now. You-
0: no, right yeah, now many yes, right now you have exclusive rights to your players. What right. happens is on when free agency opens, it's the exclusivity is gone. No, no, they could sign Cam Newton right now. Yeah,
3: they could have signed him And the him last fact season. of the matter
0: is the fact of the matter is we are a week away from free agency where Bill Belichick has to go pitch to wide receivers and tight ends, and they don't have a quarterback.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in and a catch-22. he's not
0: signing a and he's not signing a quarterback that he's had exclusive rights to negotiate with. here's the thing let's talk analytics. let's not talk stats because stats can be skewed stats can we can throw it that man he didn't have any weapons. Analytics don't lie. money throws. Okay, A money throw is just, you know, tight window, perfect pass. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. 35th in the NFL. He threw 20 interceptable passes last season. Good for 17th. 34th in passing touchdowns. 34th out of 32 teams. He ranked in passing touchdowns. Yeah. Yards per attempt, 21st. Air yards per attempt, 32nd. Adjusted yards per attempt, 27th. Accuracy rating, 32nd. True completion percentage. So that indicates, that takes away drop passes. That takes away pressured throws. 28th in the NFL. Play action completion, really what should have been the strength of the Patriots last year, 29th. Clean pockets, 19th. His catchable pass rate, 35th in the NFL. Production premium, 28th. His true passer rating, 30th. His total QBR, 30th. (sighs) Drop passes? 30th in the league. That's where you want to be 30th. You don't want to be the quarterback first. So his receivers were one of the best in the league for not dropping passes.
1: Surprisingly, X, yeah, we all thought that they dropped a ton of passes, but now when you look at the actual analytics, it appears that they didn't.
0: It's more than just COVID brain. That's my concern. Right. Last year, after watching Lawrence's film down, after re watching every game through clear eyes, because I already knew the results. You watch it differently. When you're watching the game in the heat of the moment, you're, you're not watching it clearly. You know what I mean. You're you when you rewatch it with clear eyes. There's a lot of physical things wrong with Cam Newton right now. Whether that's because of surgeries, mechanics have always been there, and there's decision issues. That's what's concerning to me. Right. I wish I could have got twenty eighteen analytics from Player Profiler, but they don't they don't have them. And twenty nineteen is not a big enough example. They're bad, but only two games you, you don't really get a good indication of of what it is, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean it's it's tough. It looks like he's bottom and the overwhelming majority of those categories.
0: Let's talk about one more what I can only describe as a shocking thing. And then we'll go to break. According to a bunch of people, teams have reached out to the New England Patriots inquiring about a possible trade for wide receiver Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All I can ask you guys is who, what, where, when, and why.
1: Anyone, yes, maybe... They're confused uh, as to who they're actually getting, and yes, they should.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe Arizona, America. Maybe they like him there.
0: Apparently, they do like him in Arizona.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Lawrence and I were talking about it, and I thought it could be a good spot for him. He needs to go somewhere where he can get buried on the depth chart.
1: Yeah, right. That might help him out a lot.
0: Yeah, like because he needs to go somewhere where really, like. He's going to be a 250-yard receiver. Right. Don't think he's going to go to Arizona and become an 800-yard guy. He needs to go somewhere where they have really good talent and he can be a contributor and there are zero expectations on him.
1: Yeah, that would help him out a lot to go somewhere where they already have like DeAndre Hopkins and all the limelights on him and then he can, he can sneak in there as the three or four guy and contribute.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest difference too is, is Arizona would be spending maybe a sixth, Right. More than likely a seventh-round pick to get Nikhil Harry.
1: Pennies on the dollar.
0: Yeah, unlike the Patriots who used the first-round pick on him and are getting yep. the results of a seventh-round draft pick. Right. right. But expectations are going to be lower. He's going to be protected by good receivers. Yep. And he's he's going to get buried on the depth chart. And he's probably going to find play in a system in a position that was probably for him.
3: hmm
0: You know, Nikhil Harry, what he did wrong for himself was nailing the interview in, in New England.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently is a huge, huge uh, thing to get drafted here.
0: Yeah. Um, nailing that interview put him in a position he probably shouldn't have been in. All right. I'll ask you guys. I mean, away from the disappointment of it not panning out, Would you be heartbroken to see Nikhil Harry leave the New England Patriots? No, not necessarily. I've had
1: a a feeling that if he doesn't have a strong training camp, they're going to cut him anyways. So right now I I wouldn't mind if they went out and got something guaranteed for him in return, because if they're going to part ways with him anyways, they might as well get something for him in return now.
2: I mean, I wouldn't be heartbroken for it. I think... It doesn't look like it's working out in New England. and if he can go somewhere else and thrive and, and do well somewhere else, then I'm all for it. Like it sucks. It sucks the fact that he was a first round draft, but I don't really have any like, I mean, you know, he's not like a player that I'm attached to the way of like Edelman or something. So I'm like, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I think thrive's a big word.
2: Well, I'm trying to be generous. I'm trying to say, like, maybe he can be really great somewhere else. You know, in in whatever role he's put in. I mean, I would wish him success. If it's not going to be with New England, then hopefully he can be great somewhere else.
0: I think Nikhil Harry's is going to be out of the league in three years. Oh no! Quite possibly,
1: most uh, most players only make it three or four years. It'll yeah, and another, I think another one of them.
0: And I think he's going to be he's going to be that guy. Right. Maybe he hangs around for a couple more because he was formerly a first, you know, a first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't see him as a long term guy in the NFL. All right, let me give you the list of the biggest names on the market right now, and you guys tell me which one receiver. Perfect world, you know what I mean.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Tell me the one receiver you would want: Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith Schuster. Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel, Nelson Aguilar, Marvin Jones, John Brown, Emmanuel Sanders, T.Y. Hilton, Sammy Watkins, Brashad Perriman.
1: Mm, on that list, I'd probably take
2: Juju. On all, if we could take any of them, yeah. Oh, um, I mean Galladay is interesting. I just don't know that. I mean, I, if everything happened, then sure, I would say Galladay. But I also like. Um, Samuel, so I'm like porn.
0: I would go with I would go with Juju as well. Um I think that Belichick could smack the stupid out of him. Yeah. Oh my god, god I know.
2: can't with those TikToks. I can't.
0: I know. I feel like Belichick would ban him from doing TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> my think, my <laughs> TikToks are just as dumb as his. He just happens to be a National mm-hmm. Football League player, you know? I, I think too, like People made way too much of a, of a deal out of those TikToks. Like, it's a new world. Connor, I know you act like a boomer, but get over it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. people make stupid TikToks. People dance on TikTok. It's a part of the world. A lot of, of people do. Today. Yeah, and young people do. And Juju is a young man, right? Mm-hmm. It's
2: Well, I don't have TikTok, so I don't have to see it. <laughs>
0: That you know, that's what people do. I danced on TikTok when when Hightower came back. You know what I mean? Like it's and it felt no shame for it. Um, you know, oh, we danced on the logo. Look, look at all the stuff that all the players had done. You know what I mean? And the Patriots have disrespected other teams' logos too. By the way, if people are trying to sit on a moral high ground, the the big issue with fans is is they take sports way too serious. Like it's like they get upset. When players are having fun, you know, they get upset at two things. Fans get upset when players are enjoying life too much and they get upset when players make too much money, you know, like Mm -hmm. I hear people like, well, I'd play for like $50,000 and I'm like, yeah, but the Patriots wouldn't want you,
3: Mm -hmm. you know,
0: like you're a lazy couch potato that can't walk up the stairs without running out of breath. I don't care how yeah. much you you know you'd want the Patriots, they wouldn't even be interested in you carrying the balls out to the field for them. <laughs> so I don't care what you would take to play for the Patriots. Yeah. Oh man, I was a you know I was a great college player. Well, obviously not great enough. You know that nobody even took a second look at you.
2: Yeah, people don't realize it's just a different world. Like sport, professional sports, it's different. That's why they get paid so much money. It's like it's not something that anybody can just go and do. Stop
0: watching. If you don't want them to make money, stop watching, stop the subscription, stop buying jerseys, and the players won't make money. It's that simple. And trust me, the league is making a lot more money than the players. The owners are making a lot more money than the players.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, they chose their profession. They were good enough to get into their profession and play professional sports. You know, enjoy yours. You know, there's there's professions out there that aren't professional sports that I think get paid way too much money for what they do. Yeah. You want me to start going over there and starting to tell you guys you're making too much money? All right. We're going to take a break and then we'll go to the chat. I'm sure we've enraged people. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> but first, you get, yeah, Connor's saying, yeah. Probably, yeah. You got to hear from our sponsors over at the Rocky Mountain Barber Company, manscaped.com, fcustom.com. Hear about our Patreon page and the Dear Pats Nation merch shop. You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from Manscaped.com. And use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at Manscaped.com. Fcustom.com is your spot to find the best custom baseball, basketball, and football jerseys. Choose from hundreds of designs and colors and customize the jersey any way you want. Use the promo code RAYROUTE and save yourself 10% to get the best custom jerseys at Fcustom.com. Hey, if you enjoy the lighthearted, wholesome content that you get from the Dear Pats Nation podcast, YouTube, and Facebook page, and wish that you could get more, you are in luck because Dear Pats Nation has launched our Patreon page. We didn't add any ridiculous tiered levels of support, and we're not asking you to pledge 20 bucks a month for five bucks. That's right, five bucks a month. You'll have access to daily exclusive Dear Pats Nation videos. You'll get traditional vlogs from Connor, Sarah, and I talking about the Patriots, the sell and the red sox but we'll also have exclusive interviews behind the scene footage bloopers early views of videos that aren't available on youtube live streams exclusively for patreon members and that's just scratching the surface we're not going to make you pay a monthly fee if we're not committed to adding and making it the best possible experience for you we're not in this to get rich we're not in this to rip you off we just want enough to pay our bills and being able to create on patreon is just one way we're trying to do it so please come check out our check out our patreon page over at www.patreon.com sports. we've also left the description in or we've also left the link of the in the description of our youtube and facebook videos we don't think you'll be sorry so please, at the very least, at least go check it out. And if you don't want to sign up and you don't want to pay, that's all right too. We ain't mad. You can still expect us to be here streaming live every Sunday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. But if you want to get more, go check us out over on Patreon. You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Dear Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Dear Pats Nation merchandise.
1: And we're back.
0: <laughs> All right, Connor.
1: Let us have it. All righty. We got a donation here from Love Vibration Nation. They thank you, sir. It says fantasy football equals fans of players instead of teams. That's a good point. 100%. You got, a, you got a lot of people rooting for their fantasy teams.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever cheered against the Patriots for your fantasy team, Connor? Because I know that you were on our Sunday show, you were telling the story. Like, you're your Sunday night street, your football pool, I mean, is it's serious.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very intense. Um, I can think about one from the season before where the Patriots actually played in Houston on Sunday night in 2019. I think it was Deshaun Watson was my quarterback and I needed him to put up a ton of points and he (laughs) threw all over the Patriots. So I did root for them kind of then.
2: I only did that when, if I was like, playing someone who had the Patriots defense or something, I'd be like, Yeah, I want the defense to do well, but like I also want them to not do so well so that I get more points than them. So like it's kind of complicated, but I mean I of course care more about Patriots winning than winning in fantasy.
0: I had a I had a week two years ago. As you know, I was a three time defending champion. And then I went through a Patriots rebuild last year. Oh, I came Athens. second last. I, I went from first three years in a row to second last. I dealt with injuries, though. I've read my team out to, to Connor once, and he was like, your whole team was injured. And I was like, <laughs> exactly. My, almost my entire starting lineup was on injured reserve. Um, And because we're a keeper league, we can we have to put our players on injured reserve so that we can keep them. Two years ago, two or year, three years ago, I can't remember, but uh, Eric Ebron was my tight end for the Colts. And they were playing the Patriots. I think it was Sunday night football or something like that. It was, an, it was a primetime game or Monday night football. Yeah. And I needed Abron to have a huge game. And I remember thinking, I want the Patriots to win, but I want the game to be like 37 to 35. And Ebron got like a whack of yards. He ended up getting like 120 yards and two touchdowns on the night. And the Patriots won by 10 points. I remember that game. Yep. <laughs> and I won the week.
1: That's that's the best of both worlds, right there. Mm-hmm. All right, we got another donation here from Ross. He says, "Think it's a split fan base, or are they just TB12 fans?" That's a good point. This is going mm-hmm. back to that: Are people
0: Patriots fans, or are they jumping ship? I think people became Patriot fans because they were winners.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when Tom Brady left, they saw maybe the winning leaving and jump ship because of it. I think they definitely are Tom Brady fans, but I think that they're, they're winner. They're winning fans. Like when Tom Brady retires, they're not going to come back to the new England Patriots. They'll probably become like, they probably wouldn't become Patrick Mahomes fans because Patrick Mahomes is kind of like a rival with Tom Brady, but I could see a lot of those fans becoming like Trevor Lawrence fans.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I highly doubt they're going to stay Buccaneers fans, and I doubt they'll come back to the Patriots. Unless the Patriots somehow turn it around in the next cup, like this year, and they look competitive going into a year after Brady retires, and they may w- wiggle their way back. But yeah, no, I think there's a lot of people that became Patriot fans because they were winners, and then left, then saw Tom Brady leave, assumed they were watching the winning leave, and that's why they left. That's my opinion on it. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, there there are people, obviously, out there that jump. They do it in every uh, sport, I feel like, though. There are people that are like, oh, I'm a Patriots, Lakers, and Yankees fan. It's yeah. like, oh, of course you are. They like well, whoever I, wins.
2: Yeah, so I think there probably were a lot of just fans of the winning and then fans of Tom Brady. It's just like the people who are like big fans of LeBron, and it's like it doesn't matter where LeBron goes. They're a fan of LeBron, so I feel like that's just the same thing.
0: Yeah. I don't think being a Yankee fan is bandwagon anymore. Well, yeah. Now at at this point, yeah. Maybe uh,
1: this maybe this season. Now people will come back, though.
0: I thought you were going to say Cardinals fan and take a big shot at Rhino.
1: No, not a Cardinals fan. Cardinals well, haven't been very
0: good. What are you talking about? In that the they won more. They've won more World Series than the Yankees in the last fifteen oh,
1: years. I'm thinking about the Cardinals from the NFL. <laughs> no, but like
0: Rhino, our boy Rhino, part of the group yep. chat. He's a Patriots fan, a Lakers fan, and a St. Louis Cardinals fan.
1: But he's not from America. You know what I mean? There are people here in America who live in like a specific state. So he has to pick he has to pick all sorts of different teams. There are people who live in New York who also like the Patriots. It's like why?
2: Or like all the LA's or something. You're like, what?
1: Yeah. You live in LA, but then you you root for the Yankees and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the Lakers. Th-
2: those are ones that I'd like to not just believe that I, I, I don't want to assume that they're like bandwagon. I want to be like, do you have some sort of connection there? Like, did your parents grow up there? Like I like right. to try and give them the benefit of the doubt.
0: But I think that you, c- I think there's a lot of the fan base that started as a bandwagon, but are now loyal to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you stayed with the Patriots this season, Even if you became a Patriots fan because they were always good,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Then are you really a bandwagon?
1: Not if you, not if you stayed this year after they Mm -hmm. went seven and nine. And I mean, we honestly knew deep down by like week twelve, week thirteen, they weren't going to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so people stayed. Yeah,
0: yeah, because if you jumped on it in twenty fourteen or something like that, right? Yeah, and then left this year and followed Tom Brady. Well, then, yeah, obviously, well, you're a Patriots fan until last year. Now you're a Bucs fan. You're a bandwagon. Yeah. But if you became a Patriots fan in 2014 and you were a Patriots fan at seven and nine, and you're going to be a Patriots fan next year, knowing it could be another seven and nine season. Right. Then I don't think you could be considered a bandwagon anymore. Maybe you joined it. Maybe you joined the Patriots because they were winning.
3: Mm.
0: And I think it depends on age too, right? I mean, I, you guys all know why I'm a Patriots fan because I like their jerseys better when I was yeah. 10 years old. You know, and my dad liked watching, like the Patriots and I liked their jerseys and I picked the Patriots. I completely bandwagon the Yankees. I tell everybody who knows that. You know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. like 11 years old and they were in the World Series. So I watched it. And again, being from Canada at that time, in that time period, baseball was on twice a week. And half the time we didn't get the Toronto Blue Jays. We got the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, or the big markets. Yeah, the big market teams. So it's you didn't regularly get like today, where you can watch every out of market game, every this, every that. Like you know, we literally like there was actually days there were sports playing and there was Toronto sports teams playing, but we didn't have Toronto sports on TV.
1: Right. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Back at the day of regular cable. And then Satellite came out and kind of changed the game.
1: Right. All right we got one here from Joshua Littlejohn. He said, I'd rather have David Brown and Will Fuller. I'm not familiar with who David Brown is. I'm
0: you assuming guys he's going to that... mean John Brown. I assume he That's means John Brown from Buffalo. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, John Brown and Will Fuller. That would be quite a combination. Throw Jacoby Myers in the mix. That would be a good starting three.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not just opposed to a, that.
2: Yeah, just I wonder how much money Will Fuller will get.
0: Right, about six, probably about fifteen to sixteen million, probably.
2: Yeah, so that's a lot
0: for that what? How lot. many?
2: How many holes we need to fill? It's a lot for one guy.
0: Right. Uh,
1: how much do you guys think John Brown's going to get?
0: But he might be answering to the we we asked for the
2: yeah the I, like you know, which receiver.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. John Brown, what was he making with Buffalo? He'll probably make anywhere between 10 to 12, I bet. Okay. So he's going to get paid pretty well, too, then. To me, John Brown's a legit wide receiver one. Yep. Mm-hmm. If they didn't have St- Steph- Stephon Diggs, they wouldn't have cut John Brown. Yeah. Right,
1: right. Of course. Yeah. Because yeah, Stephon think- Diggs is solidified number one over there now, obviously.
2: Yeah. I th- said they g- like 10 or 11 million cutting him. I think. I just remembered that. Yeah, so that's probably around his, around what he'll get, like you said.
1: My Mike Larry, he says, does having AJ Green running Harry routes enough for New England? Um, I mean, that's a good question. I I, think AJ
0: Green is washed up. To be honest with you, that's my opinion.
1: I think he is too, but I mean, maybe we can put anyone else in place of AJ Green. Like if they're running the same routes as Harry, is that going to be enough? Uh, I don't think it's as much the route running it was more of who is running it.
0: Well, I think that's what he's asking. Mm-hmm. Could you put somebody else in Harry's routes, like an AJ Green in Harry's routes?
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they'd probably do a lot better. As long as we have a quarterback who actually is is paying attention.
0: And I don't think AJ Green's enough, no. No. Yeah. If that's the only move they make, replacing Nikhil Harry. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: My Patriot updates here says Cam, rookie, Joe Flacco, Damian Harris, Sony Michelle, Marvin Jones, Jacoby Myers, Emmanuel Sanders, Willie Sneed, Kyle Rudolph, Devin Asiasi, and Dalton Keene. So I think this is his uh starting depth chart here. Joe Flacco. I don't know. I don't know where he's coming from there. Um Marvin Jones would be solid. I think Emmanuel Sanders' best days are behind him. No. Willie Sneed. I'm I'm not, not that big on Willie Sneed.
0: Not Joe Flacco. Mm -mm. Yeah, Joe Flacco. I don't know. I don't know on Joe Flacco. The only reason I would be happy if Joe Flacco came to the New England Patriots is that my boy Joe Nubo, who's a Ravens fan, is a Joe Flacco (laughs) fanboy. And he would have to cheer for the Patriots because Joe Flacco's on the team. Mm -hmm.
1: Joe Flacco brought them the Super Bowl.
2: That'd be so weird to see him in a Patriots jersey. It I mean, would. it's still weird to see him in anything other than a Ravens jersey, but right. and I feel like he's so much older. He's one of those quarterbacks that I feel like has been around forever. And then I see he's not even that old. I was like, oh, okay. I thought you were like 38, 39, but you're not. Like, okay. I thought you've been around a lot longer.
0: He plays like an old man now, though. Right. It's
2: true. That is true.
0: <laughs> All right. All Ma- right. Ray
1: Marcus wants to know if you saw his if you saw his tweet what did you think of his his uh tweet
0: did you see it Marcus you sent me lots of tweets buddy what did you tweet out let me know what you tweeted out let me see here there's notifications I have notifications none of them from Marcus uh let me find you buddy let's go to another chat and I'll look up Marcus's tweet next one here Jacob Duell says
1: Aaron Jones. I don't think Aaron Jones is going to be on the Patriots radar. Too much money to spend at the running back position. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I think he's going to be able to get a ton of money. So, um, And it's possible that the Packers want to keep him. They just didn't want to tag him. So they might be working on a deal with him or something. You never know.
0: Yeah. All right. So I see three tweets here. From Marcus that all say, I don't see Fitzpatrick as the Patriots quarterback, but uh, I can be. <laughs> I got the mm-hmm. arm. I'm down. I can throw touchdowns with no interceptions. Uh, come from me. Uh, how That's what that we need. For, how about that yeah. for a laugh? I love That's you, what Marcus. we
1: need. Somebody who can throw touchdowns and not interceptions.
0: Marcus, mm-hmm. you, are, you are the absolute best. Absolute best.
2: I mean, I couldn't do that. I can't even throw a ball, so kudos to you
1: (laughs) absolutely jason j says they just need a guy with speed
2: that is true i
1: I gotta agree they gotta get somebody out there who can stretch the field right
2: and uh can catch in the red zone that'd be cool too
1: yep donation here from ross said you see the video of espn set collapse on a host i did see that that was scary yeah did, did they that didn't look like it was in
0: america was it
2: i i don't think so but i guess the guy's like totally fine
0: oh really I, just, I think it was yeah. esp on the like columbia yeah. yeah
2: but apparently the dude is like completely fine i'm like if you saw i think someone someone took a uh, screen grab of like right when it was on his head i'm like how is that man okay that does right. not look okay <laughs> And that's scary, too, when it's something like he literally had no indication it was happening. That was that's that was the part that, like, freaked me out. I was like, he's just sitting there enjoying life and then gets whacked in the back of the head.
0: The best part of it was that they just continued the show. Yeah. The, yeah. And the the, like, the okay. host
1: didn't seem phased. I saw that on Twitter. The host was just like, OK.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Kept going. Yeah. I'm phased. Do you guys mm-hmm.
0: watch the the Pat McAvee show? No. I don't. mm So they have a guy on there and he's Boston Connor. Nice. Mm -hmm. And he's a pudgier guy who screams about Boston stuff. Nice. I. Good for him. I don't like that. No? No. Like I think he's he's intruding on the Boston Boomer. I agree. (laughs) We (laughs) have the Boston Connor here. Should I sue him for copyrights? Well, he's Boston Connor. You're the Boston Boomer. I think you should change your your Twitter handle to Boston Boomer, though. To be honest with you. All right. All I right. mean, you sell merch that says Boston Boomer.
1: I think I should message this guy with a cease and desist. Tell him <laughs> I had it first.
0: <laughs> Do you it. You've never been known as Boston Connor, though.
1: I know. I know. That's 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 the issue.
2: Trademark Boston Boomer right now. Before he, I'm takes gonna have. I'm
1: gonna have to. I'm gonna have to.
2: Then we'll have to come for him. That's right. And the Massachusetts State Lottery.
1: Massachusetts State Lottery is on my list. Mm-hmm. He, this guy's going to be on it next. McChicken says, no way, John Brown getting 10 to 12. What do you think, McChicken? What is what is it? What does the savant think?
3: That
2: was just what he was going to get with the Bills.
0: So. I think he can get 10. If Corey Davis can get 10 to 12, I think John Brown can get 10 to 12.
2: Well, I guess if, like, if the wide receiver market gets super saturated, then maybe he might not get that much, but because there are so many different options, but I mean, he's going to, I would assume be one of the better options that a team is going to want to go for. So he probably could get closer to what he wants or what he was due in Buffalo. Yeah.
1: Preston Fitz says, I want Marvin Jones Jr. And Corey Davis.
2: Mavin like Jones.
0: I like that duo. I know the the Patriots like Marvin Jones. Yep, Bill's always been a fan. If they if like if they end up with like Marvin Jones and Emmanuel Sanders, and you know that Belichick's done in two years, and he's just going for it. Yeah,
1: very true. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, some of the stuff I feel like in a couple weeks we'll know where Belichick sits.
0: Yeah, like he, yeah, some of we'll these have moves, a good idea yeah. of where he's at, where his head is at. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. We right now it's obviously speculation, but pretty soon it like his moves will tell
2: us. I'm excited when we can finally talk about things that actually happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Here's Scared. Shout out Scared. He says, can't wait for the family reunion in New England. I know. It (laughs) does seem like a lot of people are coming back.
0: Yeah, when it's Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Van Noy, Malcolm Butler. Yep. Dron Harmon. They're all going to come. Janie Shelton.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: and Kyle Van Noy was officially released today, so...
0: He was. Yep. We'll
3: not,
2: see.
0: Just not Danny Amendola if he's released. Yeah. He is not allowed. Mm-mm. He's am going to follow Scared on Twitter. He's right here.
1: Nice. Tia Thomas says Perryman equals speed and affordable. That's a good combination. Mm-hmm. I like I like that combo right there.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Shout out to Tia. to Tia I need to do a shout out. I haven't made the t-shirt yet. I'm sorry. I ran out of time today. I will make your requested t-shirt or I will have it available sometime this week up on the merch shop.
2: Ooh. I want to know what this is. I don't know. I
1: don't
0: know.
2: Why why can't I know? You guys didn't even tell me the secret, secret thing yesterday.
0: You got to wait until it comes out. That's so unfair.
2: You got to wait until it comes
0: out. You can make deals with people and have little secrets. This is Connor and I's little secret.
3: There's a lot of
1: there's a lot of Boston Connor in here. I'm getting a little confused. Um Boston Red Connor's Devil, on the
0: Pat McAfee show.
1: Right. Red Devil is says Boston Connor looks like Ray to be honest.
0: Except I I, I don't I don't I'm have like an ugly He's mustache though. He so. He's a pudgy guy.
1: You don't know who Boston Connor is. No idea, no. Big MGM here. I, I think I'm hoping he has me confused with him. Says Connor was wildin' when Brady left. Talking about how he was a system QB. I wanted Brady to win the Super Bowl for his reaction alone. I don't think I said Brady was a...
0: No, Boston Connor.
1: Oh, he did. Okay.
0: I'm going to show you Boston Connor. For those of MV you on the has... podcast, this is, this is great entertainment for you.
1: We're looking up uh, this gentleman, Mr. Connor from Boston.
0: Can you clear the chat, please, Connor?
1: Such a great producer. I'm not a producer. That's him. Yeah, I I have no idea who this guy is.
2: I I would say he doesn't look like you, Ray. But, you know, everyone got an opinion.
1: Yeah, I don't see the resemblance. No. I think it's because he's
0: fat. I think it's just the fat, to be honest.
2: It's so rude.
1: Ko Nation's got a uh, a thing here. Trade, just trade Connor for Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. It's not that hard. I don't know if the Chiefs would accept that, but I am willing to move to uh, Kansas
0: City if they will. Simple trade. Simple trade. I don't know how. I mean, if Belichick can flip the two thousand one hundred ninety nine pick for a, a ninety six two thousand and twenty one pick and six Super Bowls, I mean, I don't know how he can't make pull off this trade for Tyreek Hill and I would and hope Mahomes so and Travis Kelsey. It looks like I am moving out to Kansas City.
2: Uh, also, I think it was a official today for all of those who have been wondering. It does not appear that the Patriots have the one hundred ninety ninth pick this year. So for I no. think they're at one ninety seven. I think so. Since that was a question a couple weeks ago. No, we do not have number 199.
0: Better luck next year. That'd be Mm -hmm. nice. No goat coming out of this draft for the Patriots.
1: Mauricio Sala says Juju and Perryman. I'm seeing a lot of good uh, one-two punches here from a lot of people. A lot of good suggestions. Juju, Perryman, um, that'd be pretty good. Pair him with Jacoby Myers. I like it.
3: Mm -hmm. That'd
2: be good.
0: Team them up. It's not a pair when there's three of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Juju and Perryman are two different people. That's not the same person, Connor. No, I know they're two different people. Can because you just go with it? You can't go with the bit, really. I, now oh. you now you can't go with the bit. No, don't don't bring it up now. People are gonna <laughs> know it's a bit now. Juju and Perryman. Oh, I, thought I had it was to publicly abolish same. you. I forgot. Oh
1: yes, I missed the super chat. Sorry, Ross. You Ross have missed understands.
0: three Ross super chats. They come in fast and furious. You missed three Ross Super Chats, and I said on the Patreon show last night that I was going to publicly abolish you on today's podcast. So, I, Ross, I am publicly abolishing him. Ross, I will pull up your Super Chat right now.
1: I bet Connor still fills off brackets at Sox games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, someone's got to fill out the bracket, right? Is Did that a Boston Boomer? No, I don't. I don't know the bra- the brackets. I think that's the old like uh, you fill out the book like when we're in little league. But I'm gonna have to this year.
0: You don't score the games. No, I score the games when I'm at the game. I usually don't. Sometimes I score the game on my couch just for the fun of it. You know what else I do? I mark down every time an umpire gets a strike or a ball wrong. Touche. I make a list that's... to see to see what the ratio is. You know what? The ratio isn't as bad as you think. Umpires can, get it right a lot. That can be a lot. Wow! Connor didn't yeah. listen to a word I said because I just said that it's not as bad as you think it is, and Connor's just gonna go, "That could be a lot." Yeah, <laughs> well, it, could a, it could be a lot of things they get wrong on that. You're not even listening to a word I say. It's okay.
3: <laughs> I saw uh, an old,
1: I saw an old friend hop in the chat, and I was taken aback by the comment. Who's the old friend? Mister Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> Bella Cock, zero Super Bowl wins without
0: Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, Pat O'Leary showed up or the Fantasy Wolf, but no. It's... Nope. No. up now Mr. Snoopy, hey!
1: Mr. Snoopy.
0: He Snoop-ay! said very too. Very hey! interesting. He's talking
1: some ish. Very to y'all. interesting comment. Do
0: you remember when we called him Mrs. Snoopy? I thought it was
1: I thought I thought it was Mrs. at first. We went like a week of calling him Mrs. Snoopy before we realized <laughs> it was Mr. Snoopy. Mr. Snoopy, Ray and Connor want to wear Bill's jock strap. I don't Every- think he wears a jock strap. He's a coach. I What's the matter with that though? Too Wash
2: it. Wash it, wear it. Wash whatever, it. <laughs> wash it. it. <laughs> wear it sweaty. Wash it. I mean, whatever you're into, I wear them. So
1: big MGM says Connor stiffen stiff arming stiff, raw super check like he's Gronk in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic
0: comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, do we have a serious one? Can we have one more serious one before we cut let off? Let me see. Let me see if I can find a serious one. Are you we always we know. Wrote? You always know at the end. There's nothing serious kicking around.
1: No, there's a lot of people um, jumping on this. Uh, Mr. Snoopy comments. Mm-hmm. Support- supporting him? No, no. Asking Repeating. about burning. The s- yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the itch here. It says Drew Locke is ten times better than any QB Pats get this year. Uh, that is a bold statement my friend i don't know 10 times better is astronomical so it's pretty
0: cl- it, it's probably a pretty close though <laughs> yeah um, i don't know about drew lock i got to see drew lock needs to take a step i was a little i beefed up drew even connor you know what my pick to me denver was supposed to be the most approved team in, in the yeah. nfl last season yeah. and i had a lot of high hopes for drew lock as a quarterback um he disappointed me a little bit if i'm going to be honest with you um he was very mediocre i mean unless they like if the patriots get garoppolo then we can have a discussion uh if they don't you dude you could be right yeah (laughs) you know like
1: yeah hopefully hopefully not but sarah
2: anything on drew lock um just feel like we haven't seen enough yet like i'm not excited about i mean he's possible we don't know who the patriots are gonna get it so i mean it's completely possible but no 10 times better seems a little high
0: not yeah. excited about drew lock but excited about cam newton kind yeah. of tell me about those red sox they're gonna be legit
1: kid